are listening to the talk show for professional web developers. This is the David Conley Show. Online at bcradionetwork.com. Hey, hey, welcome, welcome. How are you doing? It's David Connolly here. Welcome to another Fun Pack edition. Actually, it's not really quite just another Fun Pack edition. This could be the last time you ever hear me talking about web development. I think I've done my bit for the web development community. Been doing this since 1996, and this indeed could be the last one. Today, we are celebrating the launch of the advanced training for the high paid developer course. Now, have you checked out the basic training? It's free, have you checked it out? Listen, folks, if you are a commercial web developer, an aspiring commercial web developer, if you're interested in finding out how to get clients easily and effortlessly, not just any old clients, I'm talking about the kind of clients who will pay four-figure sums, five-figure sums. Last month, I even nailed a website for six figures. And it's all there in the High Paid Developer Training Series. If you haven't checked it out, Insider Club members, go on to the Insider Club website at insiderclub.org, right? Insiderclub.org. And uh, head to the Your Account page. You'll see a big green button Click on it and enroll for the advanced training. But you know what? Even if you're not into the advanced, check out the basic training because I'm telling you the free basic training should give you guys enough to get into the top 1% of earners. I mean, this is some good stuff and it's free. So check that out. If you're listening in the future, then I apologize because I'm taking that all down in six days time. Just six days, folks. And it all comes down. So if you want access to the high-paid developer stuff, whether it be the basic training, whether it be the advanced training, check it out. Now is the time. And today is probably the last day that you're going to hear me talking about web development. I may talk about it at events or chat rooms or anything like that. But here on the podcast, man, we have other things to talk about. Uh, So this really is friendly advice from a retiring web developer. Folks, I've put together a list of um, do's and don'ts, kind of a, I guess you could say, a few little words of wisdom that I've picked up in the almost, must be about 18 years that I've been doing this. And hopefully this will help some of you folks. I've identified some key areas where Some of you folks are making mistakes, okay? I've checked you out. I keep an eye on you guys, you know? I am the strange midnight stalker character. So I've been checking out your stuff, and I have identified some key mistakes. And I've also identified some mistakes that I have made, mistakes that have cost me a fortune and lots of stress and all of that, okay? So they're coming right at you. And uh, also... I have some positives as well. I'm going to throw those at you as well. So are you ready to rock? I said, are you ready to rock? 
Okay, well, let me get my list here and we'll get cracking. So, here is the do not section, okay? The do not section. Number one on the list, do not try to reinvent the wheel. Now, there are probably about half of the listeners right now who are saying, yep, we know what it means. Too many people reinventing the wheel. You see them on the Insider Club forum. They're all trying to reinvent the wheel. Now, if you're listening to this and you don't know what I'm talking about, then guess what? You are probably the guy who's trying to reinvent the wheel. It's you who I'm talking to, right? And let me tell you what I mean. What when I talk about reinventing the wheel. Listen, Chico, this is important. When you see developers who spend their time trying to solve problems that have already been solved, in my opinion, they are wheel reinventors. And examples of the kind of things I'm talking about are people who are constantly trying to reinvent frameworks. People who are trying to build some kind of hookup thing for XML or something, or a thing for generating PDFs. We have one guy in the forum right now, he knows I love him madly in a macho kind of way, but he's on building an installer for Codeigniter. Now, that's probably a good thing, but I don't really see how anyone needs that just now, you know? Um, I know another good friend of mine, he's probably listening and he's cool, but he's building a thing for hooking up APIs. Folks, these types of projects, in my opinion, are all reinventions of the wheel. Why bother? And here's the analogy that I would give you, okay? You see, would you rather be Jimi Hendrix or would you rather be the specky little guy who hangs about backstage with a soldering iron in the dark? Now, I'm the kind of guy who would rather be Jimi Hendrix. I wonder if you would prefer to be the specky little guitar tech guy, because that's what all you wheel reinventors are doing. Can you handle that? So if we met up, we had a couple of laptops, and you said, hey man, what have you been working on? And I said, well, what have you been working on? If your answer to what you've been working on is, I've been making a new framework, I've been, you know, coming up with a new language, a new better way of using PHP, you know, some installation thing, a wizard for setting up databases, anything like that, you're a wheel reinventor. If you said, what have you done? I'd have nothing like that. I mean, nothing in the last 10 years, but here's what I would have. I'd have a ton of online shops. I'd have sales management systems, task management systems, invoice management systems, prospect systems, online discussion forums. You've seen the one at the Insider Club, right? The video training platforms. I mean, I'm building stuff that solves problems. And that's why I'm probably earning more than you. Sorry to be a shyster. Sorry to be a shyster, but there you have it. So tip one, stop reinventing the wheel. And I'm saying this because I love you in a macho kind of a wee way, way. Number two, do not be eager to partner up with people who approach you. 
And I know that you folks can identify with this. Isn't it funny how when you're a web developer, you just seem to attract these characters who appear out of the woodwork with some idea, some great idea for a business. And they say, we're going to have you on board, man, and we're going to give you 20%. It will be fantastic. If you're lucky, you'll get 50%, right? But when you actually look at what they're bringing to the table, 99 times out of 100, it is nothing but an idea. Now, I have more ideas than I've had hot dinners. I have ideas every minute. Ideas are kind of cheap to me. They don't mean much. I'm not into ideas. I want action. And when somebody approaches you with an idea, you need to say very clearly, Hey, Chico, what are you bringing to the table? Is it money? Is it skills? Is it a workforce? Is it an office? Is it clients? What are you bringing to the table? And too many times, web developers get seduced by people who appear from the shadows. And they'll say things like, well, you know, the guy started up a successful business in the past. He drives a fancy car. He has money. All of it stands for nothing. Two years ago, I almost got lured into partnering up with a guy who sells one of the world's most popular weight loss drugs online. I do believe he's turning over about 8 million in sales and he wanted to partner up with me, right? He's turning over about 8 million per year and he hooked up and I was like, look what I've done. And I already had this site that was at the top of Google for the phrase video production. I was into this video production vibe. So this guy came up, super successful and came on board. Thank heavens that at the last minute I saw the light because when I looked at the guy and actually looked at what he was bringing to the table, folks, it was nothing. It was nothing. Millionaire, I don't give a shit. Launch loads of successful businesses, go tell someone who's interested. If you want to partner up with me, you need to bring some concrete stuff to the table. That usually means cash investment, skills, time, or a workforce. So, do not be eager to partner up with people who approach you, okay? Number three, do not waste money on an expensive server. Now, this doesn't require any speech other than to say that there are some amazing uh, technologies out just now. Web hosting is changing and the days of being held to ransom by companies like Rackspace who would insist on $750 per month for a dedicated server, those days have gone. Technology has moved on. I've personally spent fortunes on very expensive servers in the past and it's all unnecessary. So don't waste money on fancy servers, okay? Next, number four, do not hang about web development discussion forums. Don't hang about them. Now, I give the exception of the Insider Club, right? That's a cool forum because nobody in the Insider Club is saying, go and read the manual. In fact, I have like one rule on the forum. It says at the top, and the one rule is, don't ask people to go and read the manual because sometimes the manual sucks. 
So I'm not talking about the Insider Club. I'm talking about those other web development discussion rooms. You know the ones. The ones where if you ask a question, some guy comes up and gives you a lecture about not using Google, about not reading the threads. The kind of forums where you put a post and somebody angrily says, this is in the wrong forum. Those places are draining your energy, lowering your vibrational levels, and I just think they're negative. So stay away from them. There's better places to learn, right? I just think they really are negative, okay? Next one, number five. I've only got two more to go. Do not be a charity case. Stop being a charity case, right? What do I mean by a charity case? The kind of person who wanders around the, the web constantly pleading poverty, constantly saying, you know, can I have this, oh man, I've had such misfortune, can you give me this, can you help me, can you give me, 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 give me that, I need this, give me that, right, and there are so many of you folks who do this, and I'm going to tell you something, right, when you nick around the web like a complete charity case, that is in every nuance of your voice, every pixel of your text. It's in the way you stand, the way you look. People can read it in your eyes. And when you're eyeball to eyeball with a potential client, they're not going to go near you because you are radiating this scarcity vibe, this I am a charity case vibe. Get rid of it, okay? Now, I'll give you a couple of examples. Yesterday, I had an email from someone who said, Thanks for the basic training for high-paid developer. I've really enjoyed the series and I would love to do the advanced training. He said, the only problem is, you know, basically I cannot afford the advanced training. So is there any way you could give me a look at the advanced training uh, just so that I can see it anyway, right? Now, that's a complete charity case. And let me tell you something. I could give that guy access to the advanced training with the click of a button. I have the technology. But you see, I'm not going to give this guy access for nothing. Because if he gets this for nothing, that's exactly what he will value the whole thing as being worth. He'll think it's worth nothing. He won't take any action. He won't follow up. And he'll, you know, in a month from now, he'll say, oh, well, that was another course. And he'll go and find another one. Do you want some help? You want some free help? Oh, right. Okay. I'll give you some free help. You think you cannot afford the advanced training? Here's some advice. Take that laptop you've got and take that iPad whilst you're at it. Take all of that junk that you've got and sell it today. Sell it. With the money, do three things. First of all, get the advanced training. Secondly, buy a Raspberry Pi. You'll get one for $50. You'll be able to do all of your web development work. You'll learn a ton of stuff. You'll probably end up learning some Python stuff. The novelty factor will be through the roof. You'll be happy, excited, learning this cool stuff. Uh, totally able to function quite happily. And then with the remainder of the cash that you've got left, because you'll have some cash left, Put that to the side and commit to saving up one month's salary for an emergency. Because if you have one month of cash, physical cash, not talking about investments or anything like that, physical cash hidden at home, one month, 
I'm telling you right now, that extra cash is going to give you increased confidence. It's going to increase your vibrational levels. You're going to start attracting people. People will know in your eyes. When you negotiate, you're not going to be coming from a place of poverty because you know that you've got that money backing you up. So that's the real advice. And if you follow my advice, and, and, and by the way, you probably won't, right? But if you did follow my advice, in two months from now, you would have a laptop 10 times better than the one you've got, and you'd have an endless stream of high-paying clients, plus an awesome web footprint, plus a ton of new skills. Okay? So do you hear me, people? Do you hear me? I'm sorry if this isn't the stuff that you want to hear, but I'm saying this because I am your best friend, okay? Some people say, well, I can't, I've got nothing to give. I'm not skillful enough. I don't have any tutorials. I'm not, listen, I, I used to think this for ages. I used to hang about the Coding Writer Forum and I hardly knew anything, man. It was like Echo Hello was about the limit. But you see, folks, we all have something to give. Even if the giving is just, you know, post a little blog entry showing people how to install PHP or something. Or even just go up to somebody and say, listen, man, I really appreciate all the tutorials and all the posts, you know, and, you know, I just want to say thanks. Okay, um, last one of the do nots, and it's a big mistake that I actually made in 2008. Do not expand too soon, okay? Back in early 2008, my whole business philosophy could be summed up with three words, expand expand, expand. I bought the fancy office, I bought a big stupid Mercedes-Benz, I hired a team of university graduates, bought a big bunch of computers, and tons of other really stupid stuff, and it absolutely is the worst mistake that I ever made. As a web developer, I believe you should be keeping things humble and keeping the expenses down, okay? Don't expand too soon. There's nothing wrong with having a small, humble venture and doing a really good job, okay? Thank you very much, thank you very much. Okay, let's focus on the positives. Let's now focus on the to-dos, the things that we want to get right. Some of them are just kind of like the flip side of the negative, so this will be quite quick, but here are the things to do. It's the best tips. I'm giving you the best tips of my entire career as a web developer. You may never hear me talk about web development again, so pay attention, folks. First thing, obey the two golden rules about customer service. What are the two golden rules, folks? You know this. Rule number one, the customer is always right. Rule number two, if the customer is wrong, Go back to rule one. Now, if you become the kind of person who believes that, who follows up with that, and who lives that, I'm telling you right now, you're going to build a fantastic reputation. You're going to be able to attract customers. Eventually, you're going to be able to attract investors. And we talk about that in the high-paid developer training, okay? So that's the first. Next one, kind of related to that, protect your reputation ferociously. And I should have said build and protect your reputation. Listen, folks, portfolios are nice. New technologies are nice. 
Client testimonies are nice, but nothing is more valuable and more important than a good reputation. So be good to the clients, don't rip anyone off, and establish a reputation as a positive guy who helps others, who doesn't rip people off. It's really important, okay? Especially later on down the line, actually, as you will discover, those of you who have enrolled in the advanced training. Next, become a builder of apps and systems instead of a reinventor of wheels. So that relates way back to the start there. Instead of trying to write new frameworks and all of that, you should be using the technologies that have already been written, the problems that have already been solved, if we are honest, by people who are much more intelligent than us. Use those technologies to solve problems in the marketplace, okay? That's all I'm trying to say there. Next, pay the tax man last. Pay the tax man last. Now, here's what I mean. If you take Derek McLean, the great Zend developer, Derek McLean, who's been on the show, and you take me. Now, the two of us, we hooked up the other night, headed out for a coffee, you know, just to chat about web development and other macho stuff. And the funny thing about Derek McLean, who, incidentally, is technically brilliant. I mean, really leaves me in the shadows, right? The thing about Derek McLean and me is that we both function as kind of freelance Lone Ranger characters. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes we go and visit clients. And uh, right now, we have a couple of clients who we check in with on a sort of part-time basis, you know. Uh, for me, it's a really, really cool deal. It's a client who's been with me for 10 years and I pretty much have a license to come and go and I actually quite enjoy going in and I do this part-time and I thoroughly enjoy it and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Now, Derek does the same thing, but the difference is Derek pays the tax man first I pay the tax man last. Now, hopefully this will change. And pay attention because I'm going to tell you what this means, right? You see, if you are on the company payroll, say any company payroll apart from your own, right? If you're on some client's payroll, then what happens is if you make, let's say, $10,000 or pounds, right? It doesn't matter. Say you make 10000 well, from that 10,000, if you're on the payroll, the first thing that will happen is that the tax man will take a big share of that. And I don't care where you live, if it's in the civilized planet somewhere, the tax man will probably take about one third. So you're actually not going to get $10,000. You're going to get about $6,500, right? Big, big difference. Now, if you pay the tax man last, it's a different vibe. So here's how it works. Instead of going on to somebody's payroll, so the folks who you may work for, instead of saying, right, put me on the payroll, here's what to do. Say to them, listen, I am functioning as a company in my own right. I am basically a self-employed guy, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to give you, um, actually, I don't want to get technical, but if you're in the UK, 
it should be a company. I think there's a difference technically between a company and self-employed, and I'll come on to that in a second. So you should be saying, look, I'm delighted to be here, but I am functioning as a company, my own company. And when I've done the work, I'm going to give you an invoice for £10,000 or dollars, right? And you can just pay that. Now, here's the difference. When you do that, you're going to get 10000 okay? And you're thinking, well, you know, what about the tax man? And it is true, the tax man still has to be paid. But here's the difference. When you're functioning as a company, you know that fancy laptop that you want to buy? Well, you can buy that and it becomes a company expense. Do you remember the nice meal that you had just the other day in your favorite restaurant? That can become a business lunch. Do you remember the nice holiday that you went to the beach? That can become an important business trip, maybe for a conference or something. Now, these are not my words. I'm just the messenger, but I'm quoting from memory, at least, from the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and he talks about this. And this is one of the key differences between the rich and the poor. The rich people know about this stuff, and they will pay the tax man last. So if you, again, to go back to the example, you take a guy like Derek, you take a guy like me, we are doing the same thing, probably for about the same kind of price and all of that stuff. The difference is, I'm saving a fortune on tax because I'm paying the tax man last and it's perfectly legal and rich dad, poor dad, you know, it's been on the New York Times bestseller list for about 10 years. They go into this stuff in detail. So web developers pay the tax man last. Next, uh, I only have two more. Next, I've wrote here, build karma credits by giving selflessly. So basically, it's the opposite of don't be a charity case, right? Instead of wandering about saying, can you give me this? Can you give me? Can you give me? Actually, start focusing on giving other people stuff. And I'm telling you, you have something to give, even if it's just a short blog, even if it's just well done, even if it's just go on the forum and crack a joke or you know, post a link and say, hey, has anybody seen this? You know, be a giver. Be a person who helps other people, who gives stuff. And I'm telling you, man, good things will happen. A guy came on the discussion forum just the other day, and he says, uh, I'm just looking it up here. He says, it was said once that there was a way for us to get our hands on code igniter projects that you have completed in the past. So we could see how you tacked some things and possibly salvaged modules to use in future projects. Is this still possible? Well, okay, so basically, give us your modules, okay? A person who's posted one post on the forum uh, joined November last year, but he's only posted once. And his only contribution to the whole discussion forum is, give us your modules. Again, I don't know if I feel inclined to do that, you know? I don't even know if I feel inclined to respond. This person is probably a good person and well-intentioned, almost certainly an intelligent person, but he should be going on. And instead of doing one post 
in, what, six, seven months? He should be saying a few posts and trying to give something back. And then maybe I would reply, and maybe I would reply positively, okay? All right, last one. Last one on the list. Where on earth is it? Yep, last one. And forgive me if I sound like Tony Robbins here. Get a financial IQ, okay? Last year, so about 15 months ago, I got wiped out, right? This is why I'm the, the, the anti-guru. Um, I was ill, and I couldn't work for six months, and, you know, I don't care how talented you are, if money stops coming in for six months, the wolves will probably be at the door. So that's what happened to me. And when I got better, I got back on the game and I had clients and everything. Headed into the bank one day and I posted a check. I said, here you go, this is my client check. And obviously I'd been ill, but this was me back. And you know what happened? They took the card, they put it in a drawer and they said, sorry, we'll send you a new card. They never sent me a new card. That night I logged on. I tried to log on to the bank account, the business bank account. Couldn't log on. I phoned the call centre up. They said, we don't have you on this bank. You're not a member. There's no bank account with your name and address. Folks, they switched the whole thing off. Can you imagine that happening? And when that happened, I ended up eating from a tin can. I was walking about the park with a dictaphone, even on this show, saying, you won't believe what happened, man. They closed the bank account. It's a heavy thing, very heavy, and I don't want this to happen. When that happened, I made a promise that this is never going to happen again. I will never be at the mercy of a cash machine. I'm going to put systems and procedures in place to make sure this will never happen again. So I've now studied finances and how to handle money and all of that stuff. Very soon, I'm going to post some of what I've learned and I'm going to put it probably on YouTube free of charge. This is going to be free of charge because everybody should get a financial IQ, learn about money, and do not let the banks catch you out, okay? Anyway, that's me. Thank you very much. I'm sorry if some of this sounds like it's been a bit negative and a bit lectury. You know that I am a force for good. I am your greatest friend, your biggest fan, and I hope that someday we can hook up and laugh and celebrate the joyous success, maybe on some beach or something like that. But in the meantime, thanks for everything. This is probably the last time that I'll talk about web development. This is effectively the end of that chapter. Um, and I think it's time to go into a new phase with the DC Radio Network. So thank you very much. And above all, the biggest tip of all, is the tip that comes in the web development's greatest secret video, which is out now, but it's going down in six days' time. And the biggest secret of the web development universe, folks, is simply this. You should be building websites for yourself, not for other people. Ultimately, looking at the long-term picture, I think that's the only way that you'll ever be truly happy. Now, I'm not saying drop all your tools. I'm not saying do anything crazy. I'm not saying, you know, tell your clients to hit the bricks. I'm just saying 
that looking ahead, you really should be thinking in terms of being the website owner. Okay, anyway, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure and a privilege. Congratulations to those of you who joined the advanced high-paid developer training. Congratulations, folks. You guys, I'm telling you now, in just one month, you guys are going to be set to be in the top, like, half a percent of earners. I'm super excited, and congratulations to you folks. To the rest of you, stay cool. I'll catch you on the Insider Club. And remember, you have powers beyond reason. And as Kevin Trudeau once said, you can have, be, or do anything you want. Catch you later. Bye.